What it do, sports betting nation? Ace is high here with you. I got the man to my right, the man in the hot seat, Mr. Hardways. Mike, how you doing today, Hardways? I'm doing great, Aces. Good to be here. It's a steamy one again today in the Chicagoland area. Have you stepped outside today? It is toasty out there. It's going to make for some warm games. I think there's a game in Comiskey. Well, guaranteed rate field today for the White Sox. (laughs) Comiskey, showing your age again, my friend. But yes, (laughs) they are playing the Mariners, I believe, with Castillo on the mound for the Mariners. Maybe we can get into that game. It's hot. It's going to be hotter throughout the week. Something to watch with these baseball games. You know, that humidity, too, that can impact home runs things like that for tomorrow maybe that's something we can discuss on the podcast but it's warm out there i like to stay inside on these days yeah for sure well we'll certainly touch on that tomorrow because tomorrow is dinger tuesday and the weather does have an impact but we got to make sure because the books know this as well everything that we know the books know too so if they know the ball carries more in the heat and humidity then we got to be careful that we're not just taking lines because we think we're going to get a lot of home runs right we still have to make sure that we're finding the best line and make sure that it's a good line relative to the market before we jump into that but we'll talk on that about that on the podcast tomorrow for today let's jump off with something i want to get it out of the way because i have to talk about it the bmw championship now i'm guessing you didn't watch it but we did have Woj on the podcast last week he had brought it up and i watched it and i have to say i am apoplectic because i had scotty scheffler to win and in the podcast earlier in the week i had talked about how he just hasn't put it together and looked like he was going to cruise to victory he was tied with fitzpatrick coming in, in the final round and then victor hovland shoots a 61 to end up 17 under par. That 61 is a course record for Olympia Fields. So Victor Hovland crushing my Scotty Scheffler, and not just me, but a lot of Scotty Scheffler tickets out there. Incredible feat for him. I play that course. I It is not an easy thing to do. And Victor Hovland comes through as the BMW Championship winner this year. Did you watch any of it, or did you hear anything about it on the, the newscast? No, we, we had Djokovic playing Alcaraz. In the Cincinnati Open Championship, you think I'm going to waste my time watching golf when I can watch two champions play some tennis? I did not catch a moment of it. Well, let's touch on that then, the Djokovic-Alcaraz match, because that was something in and of itself was not. Djokovic ends up winning, but that that went to three sets, and I believe it was it went to, to seven games for the winner for each set. It was incredible. They went tiebreak second set. I don't remember about third set. I thought Joker took it. I could be wrong. Alcaraz actually crushed him first set. It didn't look like Djokovic was going to be able to come back in that match. The old Wiley veteran, though, he called a timeout, injury timeout, got his groove back, came through. Man, it's just those guys. It's such an incredible thing whenever you get to watch those two play each other because you are watching champions play. Two guys at the top of their game play each other, the best in the sport. It's always exciting. It was a very close match. Look forward to something like that, maybe, maybe in the U.S. Open. Yeah, that's exciting. It certainly was. I ended up taking Djokovic versus Ever as I took him to to win in straight sets on Saturday, and that ended up coming through. I didn't watch anything for the Cincinnati Open yesterday. In the women's tennis, I believe that uh, Coco Golf won that one. Did she not? Yeah, she won. She uh, took down Muchalva. I believe I'm not too familiar with Machova, but she, she did win that. And we've talked about Coco Goff here on the podcast. At least I have a few times. I think she's someone to watch out here for in that U S open. Hey, we get, I mean, not only college football starting, we get U S open. We get the draws coming out on Thursday. We get that tournament starting next Monday, WTA in play. They're playing in Chicago right now. You're talking about BMW, the WTA. Again, it's a lower tier tournament. The big players aren't playing in it, but they're playing in Chicago as we speak. 
the U.S. Open. Now, that's a three-week tournament. You're right. That starts on Monday. It looks like it goes through. The final will be on Sunday, September 10th. So that's exciting that we have that coming up. And as you mentioned, I mean, let's just touch on it. NCAA football, we we just had the last Saturday without football for six months. And that, that is super exciting because we have Saturday, August 26th, which is just five days away. We've got Navy, Notre Dame, 1.30 p.m. on NBC. Mark it down. That's I'll be in front of the TV on Saturday for sure. Well, hopefully we can get into one of those games today. I'm hoping we get into some college football now. Let's start. We got to ramp this up. We got some new tools over there on sportsbettingintel.com. So I'd love to get a chance to maybe use one of those today. But you're the man that leads us on Monday. You're the one that leads the dance. Where are we going today? Let's talk MLB before we jump into it. I do want to close it out with NCAA football because that'll be a big focus of uh, of what we have going on in the podcast coming forward. But let's talk Let's talk uh, the Mets and the Braves. We've got to talk that game, right? Because that is an NLE showdown. The Mets are well under 500. Disappointing season for them, 58 and 67. The Braves, on the other hand, are doing more than what was expected. And they were expected for a lot. So we've got that game. It's a 6.20 p.m. Central Time. It is in Atlanta. They've got David Peterson on the mound for the Braves. Three and seven record with a 5.45 ERA versus Allen Winnens. For the Braves, and I don't know this guy at all. One and zero record with a one five nine ERA. What do you know about this guy? He comes in for relief pitching sometimes. Doesn't really start. I mean, the Braves—they're just doing what they can here because aside from our top st- starters, uh, Strider, Freed, the Salt Man, Mister Morton, you know, it's questionable for the Braves. They need to pick that up. So they're trying what they can, getting guys in there. I mean, we're still at a minus two fifteen with you. Me- that's the best line right now on FanDuel for the Braves. You mentioned how. This pitcher, I'm a huge Braves fan. I don't really know much about him. And they have him on the mound. The Braves still pitching that minus 215 number. Can you believe that? I, I was flabbergasted, and that's one of the reasons I want to talk to this as well. A guy that I I barely have heard of this year, a relief pitcher who, who has one start under his belt, is coming in. The Braves are still minus 215 best line that we're seeing. So tell me, I mean, it's it's got to be all offense, right? It's got to be the fact that the first seven batters in rotation can hit a home run on any pitch they absolutely can and there's probably a man on base when they do it you know and i believe you're the man who likes to use the old term from the i believe from the bronx bombers murderers row that's that's what we have with the braves like you said top seven hitters anyone can go deep there's usually a man on base so count on them getting runs all the time the mets they've had a disappointing season they're 23 back on the braves right now the braves are actually they're in second place are the phillies they're 13 and a half back so Braves really in the driver's seat in that division, really in the driver's seat in the whole NL and maybe the MLB for that matter. But you're just you're not going to get that better than minus 200 number off on the Braves. I don't want to bet them here at minus 215. No, that's too much for me. If you do want to bet the Mets, though, you can get them at plus 188 over on Bet Rivers. So just be aware of that. Now, speaking of the Bronx Bombers, the Yankees are probably thankful that they have a day off today because they just lost their eight in a row. We covered the games as part of our series spotlight, the Red Sox and the Yankees game. The Red Sox swept them this year. The Yankees have now lost eight in a row. They did have a little bit of offense yesterday, but for two games, the first two games, they could muster only five hits or something like that. It's just been a very disappointing season for the Yankees just in general. And now, but we've got the Red Sox and the Astros starting at 7, 10 p.m. Central Time. And so for that game, we've got Christian Javier on the mound for the Astros, 8-2 and two regular, the 4-4-9 ERA versus James Paxton for the Red Sox, 7-3. and three. And the Red Sox are, are hot now. They're, they've been heating up, and they are 66-58 and 58 now. James Paxton is 7-3 and three 
record with a 3-3-4 ERA. The best line for the Red Sox. They are the dog in this. It is in Houston. The Red Sox plus 110 on both points bet and Caesar Sportsbook. And it looks like DraftKings as well versus the Astros minus 122, which is actually a pretty decent price there for the Astros on Bet Rivers. Everywhere else has a minus 126 to a minus 130. Are you choosing a side in this game? No, I'll stay away from this one. The um, uh, Yesterday, I guess, I, I won't go into that too deep, but I'm going to stay away from this one just to put it short. Paxton has been a man that I bet on a couple times. They opened, the reason if I was going to put money on this, they opened this line, Red Stocks, minus 118. You know, they're now the dog at plus 110. So Paxton on the mound, knowing that we had that dog flip, the line originators originally thought the Red Sox were the better team, or maybe they still do. And we just got too much money coming in for them to change it. I, I'm just going to stay away from this one altogether. That's fair. But we'll stay away from a couple of other games, including the Royals and Athletics. Both teams are well under 500 this year. The Athletics are continuing to show teams how not to play baseball. We do have one game that already got postponed, the Reds and the Angels, and that's likely due to the upgraded hurricane that we have over on the West Coast there. But surprisingly, the Rangers and the Diamondbacks are playing tonight, and that's the late game. That's at 8.40 p.m. If you're looking at that, the Rangers are trotting out Jordan Montgomery, I believe for a eight and 10 record with a three, three Oh ERI. He has slipped a little bit as of late while the diamondbacks have Slade Sessioni on the mound and he does have a three, three ERA, but I believe he's a reliever coming in. He's got a zero and zero record so far this year. If we look, the diamondbacks have certainly surprised they're over 500 this year, but they are the, the dog at home on this plus plus one forty on bet MGM, which is the best line across the board. If you want to back the Rangers who are doing really well, they're 20 games over 500 minus minus one fifty two on bet rivers i've been keeping an eye on the rangers this year just in general have you been watching them aces uh, i caught their game yesterday with scherzer on the mound scherzer dropped it which that was a that was a tough loss for the rangers i haven't watched a ton of their games but you know I, I love scherzer so now that he's over there i like to watch their games when he's on the mound again them losing that game yesterday kind of makes me want to put the diamondbacks on the board but we're, we just talked about the astros now that we're getting close to that playoff contention you know, players, in the, I don't want to say they don't try in the beginning of the season or they don't try their best, but there's less incentive for them to go out and try their hardest every day. But now that Astros team, they're only two and a half games above the Astros. The Astros sitting two and a half behind the Rangers here. So if that weren't the case, I'd definitely be nailing the Diamondbacks on this one at plus 140. The line opened plus 105. Essentially, the lines makers, the originators thought a pick them on this one. I know I think there was some news with the pitchers changing, but still... I think that this is going to come down to the hitters in the game. I might drop a little bit on the Diamondbacks just because the Rangers, they did not look well yesterday, look very good yesterday. Scherzer did not have a good game. They could be a bit demoralized. Well, that's fair. Well, let's let's wrap up MLB. It is a bit of a smaller slate today. I think there's only eight games now that we had the postponement. We do have a, a full slate tomorrow. No early games. We've got Dinger Tuesday starting at 540 with the Giants, Phillies, Rockies, Rays. And then it goes all the way up until 9, 10, or actually, no, 840. Uh, just be aware that some games might get postponed or even uh, canceled or, or moved to a later date just because of the weather out west. But we'll see what happens there. And then a, a bit of a smaller slate on Wednesday. But you wanted to talk NCAA football. We've got five days. We are super excited for it. Uh, it doesn't feel like football season out there, but we are in it. We are in the thick of it. We've got an NFL preseason going on, which I've been mentioning on the podcast. Not sure if you've been listening, but the scores this year have been super exciting. Usually you get a lot of blah football, low scores. They've been really, really high scoring games this year, which is hopefully lends itself to the regular season. Is there a game, NCAA football game you want to touch on real quick? I will say I have been listening. Stinky Aces over here does <laughs> listen to your podcast every now and again. You know, I got I got to listen to mediocrity, though, make sure I'm above it at the best. 
I don't let's I'll jump into any game. I am so excited for this. I know we're going to be talking Notre Dame Navy at least a few times throughout this week. Maybe we skip that for now. No, heck, what the heck with let's can we jump into Notre Dame Navy? Let's just do Notre, this. Let's yeah, do let's it. Go. Notre Dame Navy, first game of the year. What do we got? We got Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. You know, you got you don't got that three touchdowns. You don't got that 21. You got a minus 20 and a half on the spread. Best line right now is to get them over there on Bet MGM at that 20 and a half number, minus 110. You want to take them to win straight up? You're laying 1,100. You're laying 1,100 to get 100 back in your pocket. That best line is on Caesars. You want to fade the Irish game one. You want to take the American pride, the Navy. I think the madman Woj, this is an over the pond story. I'm not sure if you knew that, Mr. Hardways. This is over the pond. The madman Woj is saying Navy might be taking an aircraft carrier to show up to this game for a little intimidation on those Irish. You want to take these guys? You think that intimidation is going to work? You can get a good money line bet over there on points bet. Points bet really the best for everything on Navy. Plus 845. You get 845 back in your pocket for a hundred dollar win. Is that what you're doing? Tough to tough to not back our midshipmen, our, our experienced military <laughs> men. But I'm just going to read directly from the Notre Dame Navy game preview from our This Week in College Football page, which is brand new to the site this year. Check it out, of course, over at sportsbettingintel.com. The Fighting Irish have the advantage with a more experienced team playing at home and a strong record against the spread last season. While the midshipmen should put up a good fight, Notre Dame should be the favorite to win this matchup. To me, this screams a Notre Dame blowout. I think I like... Notre Dame. I might tease it down to 20 and a half so we get that three touchdown spread there. Oh, actually, you said that's the main spread there. So 20 and a half. I like it. I like I like Notre Dame to win this one. I think that Notre Dame is really going to make a push for trying to get in that national championship conversation this year. And they're going to start it. want to start it off right. Well, here's what I'm doing. I, I'm not going to bet this one probably because I don't like to bet on the Irish. I have a soft spot in my heart for them. You know, as as people that like to make money, sports betting, we kind of stay away from those teams as best we can anyways. If I was going to go the other way, I'm going to give the other point of view. I'm looking at our game breakdown here on sportsbettingintel.com. You can go through everything, full game, first half, first quarter, compare all the lines across all this stuff. I'm going to jump into that first half tab. This is something that I was looking at throughout the past couple of days. It really strikes me as, you know, if I was betting Navy, this is what I would do. You go over, look at DraftKings, plus 600 on Navy to win the first half. Now, maybe the teams with that, you know, going across the pond, there's a lot that goes on with getting 100 athletes and all the staff, all the supplies, everything to go to a different country and play football. There's a lot that goes on. Maybe these teams don't come out right away, so maybe you get that push, but maybe you get that $600 back in your pocket for that $100 bet. If you're looking at the other book, first half line for Navy, you're looking at plus 470. You're looking at plus 475. You're looking at plus 475. I mean, plus 600 is a good number to the market. If you're betting Navy, I'm not, but if you're betting Navy, that's somewhere you might want to look to go. Well, that's fair. That's that's actually something to look into. And make sure you are checking sportsbettingintel.com and go to the game page so you can find the best first half line. But let's talk about something a little more competitive, probably. How about Utah and Florida? Now, I was on the College Football Rundown podcast last week to discuss the win totals for these conferences, the both the Pac-12 and the SEC. Right now, that game's on August 31st at 7 o'clock p.m. Utah is the favorite in that. If you want to back Utah, you can get them at minus 265 over on Bet Rivers. Alternatively, Florida, you can get them over on Points Bet. And Points Bet, again, with the fit, with the best lines for the dog here, Points Bet plus 240. You can also get that on FanDuel Sportsbook. It's down as low as plus 200 over on Bet Rivers. The spread is 
six and a half or seven. If you want six and a half, you do have to pay a little bit, minus 120 on FanDuel and Rivers, otherwise one, minus 110. But you can get plus six and a half at minus 102 on FanDuel for Florida. Do you have a lean on this game? I, I bring this game up specifically because it's a Pac-12 team and an SEC team. And a couple of should be not – World beaters this year, but pretty good teams. I mean, Utah probably is going to compete that for that Pac-12. Yeah, I don't disagree. I, I, the thing about this game is last year, this was the most exciting. I mean, we were watching all the games. We, opening day, you and I and our friends were always watching the games together. This was probably the most exciting game last year from opening day. I don't think we get that exciting of a game anymore. Last year, it was in the swamp. You got to remember, Utah had to travel out there. Now Florida's going across the country to the west. They're going the other way to go play at Utah. I don't know that's going to be as competitive. I do have a lean. I have a lean on Utah. I'm looking at our game preview here. We got all the stats up for you and everything, but it, we have it color coded, you know, green is good. Red is bad. You're looking at Utah here on our game preview. Yeah. It's just, they might as well change their team colors to green over this Florida team because offensive total yards, passing yards, passing attempts, passing touchdowns, rush yards, rushing attempts, rush touchdowns. You want to look over at the defense. It's no different. Utah's green and everything just, much better team last year than Florida. I think that's going to be the case this year. I'll probably, I'll be looking at the alts. You know me, I'm on the alts in college football. I'll probably be looking at the alts, but I'll be taking some plus money on Utah, you know, minus seven and a half, minus eight, depending where the books are when I make my bet. Do you think you're going to get that? I'm sorry, you said minus seven and a half, minus eight. Do you think you might get that as high as minus nine and a half and, and go with that, that key number of 10 there? Eh, I'm not too big on the key numbers because in my mind, here's what we're doing. We're betting on, the number to be one different. You know what the probability of missing out on one point in a college football game is? Unless we're talking about a two or three score, it's, it, the probability is not that high. So I don't really care about those key numbers too much. When we get in the 10, I do understand their importance. Don't get me wrong. Please don't shoot me emails, tell me I'm an idiot. But I'll, I'll jump in the you know game breakdown right here. Yeah, minus seven and a half. We're looking at plus 102. See, <laughs> kind of put my foot in my mouth there because mm. yes, I wouldn't take that minus that plus 102 over minus 110 to get the half, you know, to lose out on the half, I should say, on a seven, which is very key. But you you were talking tens, no? Uh, yeah, nine and a half, ten. That's another key number I've heard in football, both NCAA and NFL. Three, seven, ten there. Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to look at the nine and a half, and then I'm going to look at ten. I'll just look at Bet Rivers for both of them. Plus 116 for minus nine and a half, plus 128 for minus 10. I would probably prefer that plus 128 on that minus 10 number for Utah because worst case scenario you're getting a push now if it had the hook on it'd be a different story but worst case scenario you're getting the push I'm fine with that but over that nine and a half plus 116 I just I would prefer the plus 128 back in my pocket no that's 12 fair. Bucks. I, yeah I uh this is going to be an exciting game to watch I think certainly this, this will be as I mentioned on Thursday this year this game we've Questions for both teams. The big question for Utah is tight end, best pass catcher on the team, Brant Kuithi. Is he going to be healthy starting the season? Cameron Rising, same question. And then Florida's trying out a new quarterback, former Wisconsin quarterback, Graham Mertz. So what does that offense look like? But if we just look through, again, the game breakdown, you look at those team stats and it's green almost across the board for Utah. And that's a reminder to check out our, our game in detailed analysis on each and every NCAA football game we've got a game preview we've got team stats on both sides of the ball we've got advanced stats and you can look and see we've got it looks like almost two or uh, probably 30 35 team stats there and then we've got the schedule breakdown the line data basically everything you need to bet on the games in one package there anything else you want to talk about with regards to ncaa football we'll, we'll certainly ramp that up the rest of this week 
No, you know I'll be talking about it all week. You know I'll be talking about it on the college football rundown. I hope everybody checks out our episodes because we're going to be big on that this week and especially next week too with the real open. This is week zero, right? We got week this one is next week. Week zero, too. yeah. We've got uh, the opening week is week one and it starts on Thursday the twenty or Thursday the thirty first, and then it goes through that Saturday. So we'll we'll certainly be together watching the games. And then that's it for us today. I will see you in our draft room this evening. We have our college fantasy football draft. So <laughs> I got to get off this podcast so I can get mentally ready here. As always, I like to uh, to get myself going and get hyped up. I got to go over, get some Buffalo Wild Wings. Hashtag <laughs> not a sponsor, of course. Yeah, that's it for us. Anything you want to leave the peoples with, Aces? No, everybody check out our episodes later in the week. Tomorrow, I'll let you know how much I crush Mr. Hardways in our draft tonight. We are looking very forward to that. As we say over here at SBI, you don't always have to bet, but when you do, wager wisely.